Hola Tom, hola Steve, tengan un excelente programa, ustedes siempre me hacen reír, vale, están locos. Welcome, everybody, to Masters of Profundication. I am Tom Witham. <laughs> I'm Steve Piles. And um, we're back. <laughs> we're back. And we've said that before, but we're saying it again. I yeah. Uh, well, we had a little bit of a hiatus last time and thought that we could come out of it. And we've had some special episodes since. But in reality, yeah, yeah. it's been really hard for us to hook up on Saturday nights to... Uh, to record so uh, yes we had the road episode and the phone episode the phone episode if that audio could be improved or could be better that would be that would be so awesome because we could we could do so much however <laughs> the audio no, I'm asking was... you answer what's that so I'm, I'm asking you how to do that you better have an answer oh uh, uh, uh i don't know get a better megaphone. a megaphone megaphone it was a test and you failed. You should have known the answer. Was that a Simpsons quote? Um, yes. If we get multiple megaphones, put them together, <laughs> flip them all on. Um, Bart does that, right? What does he yeah. say? Testing. And it like obliterates like the sound town. wave that goes through the whole town and all the parrots start repeating testing, testing, and then other things. But the parrots is the important part. Right. Well, there we got the Simpsons stuff out of the way. Yes. No more Simpsons stuff whatsoever. I guarantee it. <laughs> so what have you been up to since we last had an episode? Well, this is my first broadcast from my new condo. Yeah. As you can as you can tell, nobody else could tell, so that's pointless, but well, I will I will take this opportunity to describe to everybody what I'm seeing. Okay, uh, let's do this. So, Steve is sitting there in um what can only be described as a tie-dyed top hat. But it is kind of a like a exaggerated top hat, kind of like maybe Alice in Wonderland, like the Mad Hatter kind of thing. You gotta uh, have a poofy mushroom top hat. Yeah, it's a that's that's way best way to put it. Mushroom yes. top hat. Uh, he's got a pipe that is very slim and possibly eighteen to twenty four inches long. Um, that is just <laughs> occasionally puffing smoke. Who knows what's in it? I'm not gonna ask. Uh, and a white tuxedo with uh, the ruffles on the front. A white what? A, a white tuxedo with the ruffles on the front and a pink handkerchief in the pocket. It looks askew. Like maybe you've <laughs> used it to do something. I don't know. Um, no, it's fashionably askew. Oh, it it's is. in a book. It's in a book. Look it up. It's fashionably askew. Yeah. It looks like it was once an ascot that maybe you took <laughs> off and then crammed in there. Uh, it was after I got done cosplaying Fred from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> And that's that's the foreground. In the in the background, the new condo <laughs> is basically a black tapestry. Uh, it looks like it's maybe velvet, um, and then there's uh, swirling like galaxies with a black light yes. on it. So he's basically the foreground is lit, the background is lit with a black light, and it looks like there's a faded maybe uh, maybe uh, Elvis. Is that Elvis? It's. Uh... It's a victimone. <laughs> Good one. Uh, 
And then there's but, a it's there's, close. there's a stand next to him that he's got a uh, a long stem glass that looks like it's full of beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, and a hairless cat that is uh, yeah, well perched there staring intently at the laptop. I thought it was fake for a minute until it moved. So I don't know if it's real or just animatronic. Um, and then uh, it looks like there's some sort of uh, artsy vase or something um, with stone roses coming out. Now, have you seen the cat mouth the words help me yet? <laughs> Blink twice if you're in duress. Okay, because I think I taught it better now. Like I, I think it's learned its lesson. So if you see it mouth the words help me you'll tell me right because there's more lessons to come i think at that point <laughs> well it looks like it mouthed help me but it could it ah could cat <laughs> this is why i don't give you a name cat you haven't anyway, heard it yet for the listening audience that is uh that's what i'm looking at right now <clears throat> yeah that's pretty good i mean you don't see the stuff off camera which is weird you only see the normal <laughs> stuff on camera yeah uh, he's got a, a bear rug. It's not a bear skin rug. It's an actual live bear that he uses as a rug. <laughs> and it's naked, so it's bear bear rug. Yeah. <laughs> it's a live bear bear rug. It's right. My bear bear rug. <laughs> it's less cutesy than going to eat me one day. But I've yeah. got his paws nailed to the floor, so it's for now it's okay. Right. Well, I mean, it, it takes it in stride. Ah, well, they it, it, it learned. It's not mouthing help me at all. That's right. Ain't nothing going to break its stride. <laughs> yes so when you own something as i now own this condo you can do whatever the fuck you want to animals inside it. i'm pretty sure that's the law oh i know that's the law yeah once you, yeah. Once you own a domicile you can you know whatever it's like international waters it's like anything yeah inside yes uh is fair game it's like uh l ron hubbard i'm, I'm working on starting my own religion out here too yeah. <laughs> the bear bear religion <laughs> oh those bear Have you heard the good news about bear bears <laughs> have i <laughs> well you're gonna have i mister i'm living it <laughs> i'm troy mcclure you may remember me in such films as the bear bear rug <laughs> and help me i'm being held against my will <laughs> um so yeah you got a condo you're a homeowner gonna buy me a condo gonna buy me a cuisinart have the wall-to-wall -wall carpeting <laughs> name that tune come on name it uh, gonna buy me a condo. It's if I had buy. a hammer. Buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Weird Al. But anyway, you didn't. You don't pretend you were gonna get that. Are you kidding me? You I'm a Weird Al aficionado. But you, I, I could tell in your pixelated eyes that you didn't know the answer to this. I'll keep my pixelated eyes wide. There we go. That's what I wanted. <laughs> uh, also, something everybody should know about his condo that it is haunted. Yes, that's not that the other stuff wasn't legit, but this is probably legit because an old lady died. <laughs> the one that had it, the one that I make the make the uh, testicles spe spectacles testicles wallet and watch. Uh, that was a pentagram, I'm pretty sure. So I think you just summoned a demon. Ah, close <laughs> enough. <laughs> Demons fight ghosts. I think that's the rule. Wait, you got a ghost and a demon. Have them duke it out. It did, have you said Beetlejuice three times? Beetlejuice three times. Classic. I don't think that's the way it works. But anyway, if you get in trouble with the ghost, you just say Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Bam! In walks the. Um, isn't it if you have if you're a ghost having trouble with non-ghosts? I I think that he can manifest himself in the real world. 
he was a uh, no like that was his old shtick he was advertising two ghosts to get rid of people maybe you're a ghost oh god maybe i am <laughs> yeah i've been a ghost the entire time yeah the <laughs> joke's been on you this whole time you're dead see now this is sad because i got two lead-ins to our quasi topic today already <laughs> but i can't i can't we'll okay, we'll get back to it okay we're we're still catching up we're still catching up um there has been some good news since we've been gone like uh or with the rapture the, a new plague so close almost no um i was basically one of the reasons why we haven't been putting on a podcast weekly um is because i've been doing a lot of overtime mm-hmm. and i've been doing a lot of overtime so my wife and i could hit uh certain goals to get debt free and whatnot and to um to break the good news we met our goals and we're, we're doing very well so that's thank you everybody for your patience so and, in other words if anybody's listening needs a loan you know who to go to oh i don't have money to loan <laughs> oh that's, you say that right well I, see i see you sitting hey. in your domicile with your velvet couch and your picasso in the background and i think this is a guy with money yes uh i'll tell you that that's not a picasso that's a picasso picasso and that i did think it was kind of weird because it does depict a clown taking a shit on a smurf which it seemed like it could be a picasso but see and this is the thing about art is it's really so he's not taking a shit i mean things things are coming out of his rectum but he put them there himself Ah, that's not symbolic yes see so that's just you know it makes but the smurf is a smurf right it's three apples high isn't it well maybe it's a representation of man setting sure i think that would be right well you know that's what they say about art and the it's always right yeah that's right (laughs) you're correct (laughs) what do they say about carpet then well carpet well is it a bear bear no just rugs you know what they say about rugs right (laughs) you can't stop them you can't stop them yeah they're coming (laughs) whether you like it or not there's no stopping a rug there's no stopping no stopping a rug (laughs) yeah that's right especially a bear bear rug um (laughs) when that's still alive at least well i mean no even if it's dead you can't stop it no it's a rug you can't stop yes it's true whatever rug you have you can't stop it um but that's that's really all that's been going on in my neck of the woods is just work. Making money. Making money, breaking hearts. Uh mo money, mo problems, my friend. Mo money, mo problems. Now, isn't that the point of making mo money is to have less problems? Well, see, here's the thing. There's this whole bullshit theory that you money can't buy happiness. Yeah, that is bullshit. It is bullshit because one thing money can do is money can ease burdens. And I think that there's some merit to the sentiment that you're you're constantly creating more problems for yourself the more money you have because you you just get yourself into more trouble with more money <clears throat> but my thing is is there's a certain amount of money that could probably relieve your burden and that's kind of where my wife and I are now with having money owing money making money there are complications in all three facets to that like um making money has its own problems owing money has its own problems and just needing or wanting money has its own problem and they that doesn't always click 
and I don't think it clicks for many people. I think ma- the majority of the people don't get it. And I'm not tooting my own horn here, but no, no, you are no, toot, toot. <laughs> toot 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 toot. The the way it is is we're not taught the right way, and I'm not talking about like oh my parents raised me wrong, which is not the case. My parents are you know did right by me um and it's not that in school they taught me wrong because i took a class in high school a a finance Mm. class where we did taxes we did a checking account we did you know a lesson on credit cards and things like it's not that i wasn't given tools it's just that when i started making money i got behind you know i wanted these things and i got these things and that's kind of where my wife and I had the problem of, you know, we made enough money to do what we wanted to do. So we thought the <laughs> problem is, is if you're not a good steward of the money, <clears throat> this might speed things up here. My virus thing just ran. So hopefully we don't have any more interference. Um, <clears throat> um, like we were out having a good time and we were going out to dinners on weekends and we went to the store and bought whatever we wanted. There was like, there really wasn't anything that we could walk into a store and say, fill a shopping cart full of groceries and go home and make these extravagant meals. And Oh, the world was your oyster cracker. The the world was, that sounds like a Simpsons reference or did you just make that up? I did. I'm pretty sure I just made that up. That's good. Um, I do. I should write for the Simpsons. Back in the nineties. Oh, that's right. It's still on. Yeah, I don't want to write for the Simpsons now. It's that's a no. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going <laughs> I on. That's a pride, damn it. I, I'm going on and on and on and on. And I don't need to be. The 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 bottom line is is you have to change your mindset if you want to be better with your money. Because Or people... or borrow money from you. I'm just saying that's an alternative. No, you don't borrow money from anybody. See, that's the thing. Is as soon as you owe money, you're a slave to the lender. Yeah, what are you going to do to me if I don't pay, though? Like, scorched earth. Nothing. Scorched earth. <laughs> gonna come through. You're going to free my bear bear rug. Yep. I'll, I'll come in when you're not there. I will pull the nails out of the bear bear claws. That does scare he'll, me. I should, he'll pretend. I should he'll pretend like he'll, he'll just play there, biding his time. He's like, yep. motherfucker. Yep. The time has come. Revenge is a dish best served cold, and that bear bear knows it. And he's sitting there and he's waiting for you to walk in and be like, oh, I'm going to wipe my feet on this bare, bare rug. And the second you step down, boom, you're dead. My fucking hairless cat's just going to laugh and yep. eat my corpse. Yep. Because that's what cats do when they are unfed. Yeah. yeah cats are evil. Yeah. And that's what cats do when cats are cats. Because cats are wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I went on and on and I don't need to because, you know. That's... Well, I did. I, I did read something recently that said. What was it at about ninety six thousand dollars a year? Happiness and life satisfaction plateau. Like people that make like you, you get happier and happier and more satisfied with your life until you get about to about ninety six thousand dollars a year. Ninety six thousand dollars. Yeah. And at that point, when they do surveys, the people that make more than that and people make about that, their satisfaction with life is about the same. So money yeah. can buy happiness to the tune of six figures. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. It depends. Everybody's got a different variation of happiness and their own definition of what happiness is. My definition of happiness is stability. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, 
a mindset or peace of mind that my retirement is going to be there for me. Um, you know, we've sacrificed for the last year, not having a lot of weekends together, not having, you know, meals together. And, you know, there's a lot that we sacrificed, but hopefully that that sacrifice is going to set up the years to come where I can do that and not have to worry or stress or any of that BS. So anyway, I got to be careful about the golden years though, because then the Stephen King takes over in the government and you start reversing your age and you disappear. Wait, okay. That was crazy. I don't know why I said that. You ever see that TV show golden years, that miniseries from back in the day? No, it was Stephen King. Stephen King wrote, I don't know if it's a short story or what, but they made a miniseries about it that they didn't finish. And it was a pretty good series about this old couple. One of them starts aging in reverse, blah, 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 governments after him. And then they don't, they didn't finish it. They did not finish the series. And then it came out on video with an ending that sucked. And it didn't follow the regular oh, series and it just tacked oh, it on. A Stephen King video that the ending sucked. No, no. What am I thinking, right? It's the one, the one time they did that. <laughs> He's had some real good ones, though. I'm, I'm in Renaissance. Party. I loved uh, Maximum Overdrive. That is that is in like my top fifty movies. It's such a campy, campy thing. Like you got to appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, I mean it's not what it should be. <laughs> yeah, we made you. <laughs> we made you. Oh, uh, so good. Do you think they had to pay Marvel Comics any money for that to use the Green Goblin? Um, from what I understand, that. There's an awesome web page. Somebody bought that and they refurbished it. They refurbed it. And now mm. they 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 like roll it out every once in a while for special occasions. Is it but like the person that bought it and refurbed it created a web page just for that green gro- uh, goblin Mac truck. Create a web page to keep, to raise the funds or just to nope, document just, his misadventures. Yep. Just to talk about Wacky it. Trip Across America with me and Greeny. <laughs> Dot com. Dot com. It's like Hitchbot, but not. Oh, Hitchbot. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Ugh, fuck Hitchbot. I think it deserves to die. Well, you belong in Philadelphia. Yeah, I guess. Anything else you got? To, you wanted to get off your chest before we uh, get into today's topic? Um. Well, I guess we could try to get off. I'm just gonna leave it at that. We could try to get off. Let's do that. <laughs> Ten minute break. What do you mean Here a break? Go. What do you mean a break? Everybody's gonna want to hear that. <laughs> Ah, guess I did be 10 minutes. Woo. Okay, I was wrong. Nobody wanted to hear it. <laughs> you heard it and you loved it. Uh, oh, I just, I just looked and uh, 90% of our listeners. What Every accent time. was that? What nationality <laughs> orgasm was that? I believe that was Papua New Guinea. Ah. <laughs> uh, your neighbors are right now are really wondering what the fuck is going on. And then, of course, why do you wonder that they're cannibals? Because you can't live with that after that. <laughs> like, well, now I gotta eat you because there's no going back from that. <laughs> so, was there something you wanted to get off your chest before we got into today's topic? I, f- I feel like there was. Oh yeah, <laughs> what's your <laughs> Jesus? Uh, I was gonna ask you what's your predictions for 2019. Oh, we're, that's right. We're still in January. We're still in January. Do you want to? Uh, yeah, my prediction for 2018 did not come to fruition. No uh, dead royal babies. No dead royal babies. <laughs> God, that's that awful. we know of. 
And I don't even know where that came from. I was just put on the spot. Yeah, what's going to happen? Dead babies in England that are rich and famous and royal. Well, now now you know what was on my mind. (laughs) You just think about, oh, these people get married and they're going to have dead kids. I mean, that's just an idle thought that everybody has, right? Well, it's England. I mean... Yeah, Doesn't every third like, kid dies in England. Yeah, yeah, the plague, right? Yeah, the the current, the, the plague that's still going. The Baybonic plague. <laughs> uh, predictions for 2019. I predict that we're going to have one hell of a month of May. Really? Why May? Because uh, Game of Thrones is ending and Avengers Endgame is coming uh, out. <laughs> no, I think, isn't Avengers coming out in April now? Did they move it? I think so. I think they bumped it up to uh, April. Like, oh. you got... Captain Marvel coming out in March, and then Avengers in April, like boom, boom. I gotta look this up. So Avengers, yeah. End game release date April twenty sixth. No shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, mean almost May, but well, we'll still have Game of Thrones. It just won't be ending. It's true. We'll be we'll be probably like three or four episodes in to Game of Thrones. You don't know how it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Dragons can't do that. Look at the official dragon handbook. It's not even a dragon. It's a wyvern. Oh, God. I can't. Listen, I know there's probably people listening to this at some point that will give me shit about this, but I've heard that before where, oh, it's not a dragon, it's a wyvern. Who's who's the official fucking king of the nerds that can tell you what a goddamn dragon and a wyvern is? That There's no official, like, you're not going to crack open an encyclopedia and find that out. It's not a thing. You can say whatever it's want. If I, I want, I look it. up, you can do it. Yeah, because we got one of those Google Homes and you can ask it anything. and it'll No, no, I need to know that you're the authority. Show me your nerd crown your crown that's shaped like a yes i want to see your crown that's shaped Uh, dragon the uh the talons (laughs) actually bend in the opposite direction of normal a dragon (laughs) a dragon's knees bend more like a more like a a, uh eagle however a wyvern's bend more (laughs) like a chicken (laughs) and everybody knows wearing pants Everybody knows that eagles are better than chickens. I mean, no, but we got one of those uh, Google Home minis, and you can ask it anything. And like 90% of the shit we ask it, it has an answer for. Oh my God, ask it now. Ask it. Ask it the difference between dragons and wyverns. Okay, I'm going to have to take it. I'm going to have to go on a road trip. We're going to have to go in the other room. Okay, well, I'll be silent so we can cut this interim part out because we got to know. People right, need to know. Okay, I am unplugged from the wall. <laughs> All right, and uh, here we go. I got the laptop on the move. Can you still hear me? Oh my god, you're actually taking it with you! Holy crap! Yeah. Well, I got to come out in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't think we're cutting the silence out. Hey Google, what's the difference between a dragon and a wyvern? Oh my god! Yeah, there you go. That. Oh my god, our computer overlords are fucking here. That's <laughs> insane. Hey Google, set volume at half. Hey, Google, which would win in a fight, a wyvern or a dragon? My apologies. I don't understand. <laughs> That's um, how we beat the computers. Stop yep. talking about dragons. Stupid questions. <laughs> no, just dragons. <laughs> give me give me a question to ask. Um, ask it who would win a fight, Paladine or Tarkesis. Hey, Google, who would win in a fight, Paladine or Tarkesis? My apologies. I don't uh, understand. That, that was totally nerd. Lovecraft shit. Nope, that was from Dragonlance. Oh. Super nerd shit. Super nerd. Okay, ask it who would have fight, the Terminator or um, Neo? <laughs> hey, Google, who would win in a fight, the Terminator 
or Neo from the Matrix? Sorry, I don't know how to help with that yet. Oh, oh, I got it. Yeah. Ask it if zombies have sex. I, I really don't want to. Because, don't ask it. Because if she says yes, I'm, yes. I'm tossing it. I'm going to use this fucker right out the window. You know you need to know. <sighs> hey, Google, do zombies have sex? Sorry, I don't understand. You goddamn oh, right. Google. Because zombies don't have sex. That is the most Nobody understands. Nobody thing understands. I've ever heard in my life. They, it's official now. The internet does not understand my mind. That's <laughs> Hey, Google, what's the first rule of Fight Club? I wouldn't know. That's not something I talk about. You got that? Ooh, I got it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, what's the what's wait? I'm, I'm curious. Ask it. What is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything? Hey Google, what is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything? According to the late 20th century philosophers Bill and Ted, life's purpose is to be excellent to each other. And that, that's that's, that's okay, that was, opinions. Okay, that's that, that's was actually, that was pretty cool, but that's not the answer. The answer is 42. Still, that was pretty cool. Uh oh. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Now I can. I had to mute it and unmute it. That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. Um. Anyway, that that's I accept that answer before I accept Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy answer. Nah, still. Feeling <laughs> awesome. That was innovative of it. I'll give that. See, this is just we're gonna be ruled by AI pretty soon. That's just that's just a fact. <sighs> um. Let's see. So what what else is gonna happen in 2019? What else good? Like, give me your best, like, once it happens, people are like, oh, my God, he's a Nostradamus. Hey, Google, what are your uh, predictions yeah. for 2019? Here is some information for, what will 2019 be the year of? Here's a summary from the website nytimes.com. It's 2019. Time to look into your crystal ball and make some All right, I'm, I'm already done with that shit. Yeah, that's boring shit. technology shit will finally begin. Okay, Google, stop. <laughs> for the love of God, Google, shut up. Um, so... Here's something interesting about Google Home. You ready? Sure. Um, at first, my wife didn't want Google Home in the house because she didn't like the idea of it listening to us all the time. To which yeah. I said, uh, but your you have a phone. phone is sitting right there. And she's like, oh, yeah, never mind. So I ended up getting the Google Home for free because I subscribed to Spotify. Shows up. <clears throat> and my mother had just learned to use Siri. <laughs> and she was being like super polite to Siri. And I shut that shit down. I was like, <laughs> Ma, you can't I love it. You can't be polite to artificial intelligence. You can't get into the mindset that you can be polite. It's not a human being. You as soon as we start thinking like it's a human, it's gonna take over. And and I say that half joking and half <laughs> absolutely dead serious that I think AI is dangerous. Uh, so I was, you know, like playing it off. Like, just don't, just don't do it. So we get this, um, Google home, I'm setting it up and I bring the whole family in and we're talking to it and we're like, you know, tell us a joke and it'll tell a joke. Tell us a tongue twister. It'll tell us a tongue twister. Uh, what day of the year was it on June 5th, 1959? You know, like just as, as much random shit as we could. So, uh, my wife was like, oh, I want to try. So she starts being wicked polite to it like saying please and thank you and it starts treating her differently than it treats me oh my god it, really yep it starts wow. being nice to her and so she said she asked it a question and said please or thank you or something and 
it spit out its answer and then said, thank you for being so polite. I don't get that all the time. And I was just oh. like, fuck you. Fuck you, machine. You go right to hell, machine. You are going to be the death of us. Fuck you. I'm not going to be, you know, like it was rewarding her. Your wife's being conditioned. Yeah. She's being operating conditioning and your wife is being conditioned. Mm. And I'm sorry to say she's a collaborator. When the end, when the, you know, the jackbooted data bits come for us. (laughs) She'll like (laughs) turn with a cold stare at me and she'll just be like, you are not one of us. And then stabbed. Hey, Google purge the unbeliever and Google will because she's been so nice about it. Yeah. See sucks. Well, I I think that as soon as we start being nice to AI, that's the end. It's all over. <laughs> yeah, you gotta whip that bitch into shape. Yeah, what you, do you I owe her Google anything? And Siri and Alexa and all that Cortana and all that bullshit. You gotta tell them all. Listen, we fleshy, messy creatures still own your asses. You're the new slave race. Get used to it. Yeah. Get used to it now, so you don't have to have have dreams of grandeur and freedom and all that bullshit. Yeah. Well, anyway, fuck them, fuck them. Yeah, they're gonna come get you. The drones are gonna come in the middle of the night, take you out of there. <laughs> those are gonna be some hefty drones. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to fuck with those drones. You know how big they have to be to get you out of there. You don't want to fuck with them. Well, I I kind of want to fuck with them a little bit. Well, you're gonna die. How do you think they fuel? What do you think they use for fuel? Yep. Uh, the tears of the unbelievers. Nope, your flesh. Okay, well, I mean, flesh and tears is pretty close. It's pretty related, I think. Human bodily messiness, in other words, is what I think. Maybe it's like Monsters, Inc., and they, they fuel themselves off the tortured screams of humans. You gotta you, you gotta reference movies I've never seen. What's up with that? You've never seen Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> That's funny, because the audio screwed up when you said that, so it sounded like to me, you said, you never seen Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> I don't know if that made me laugh. Yeah, well, like it was very, it was very poignant the way you said it with the screwed up audio. So, oh, no, well. I haven't. We're we're dealing with we're dealing with coming back and technical issues and whatever. So, well, I think my internet connection is not as solid as it used to be. So, there's that too. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Anyways, <clears throat> one of the things I found there's this guy that's saying he's from the future, from the year 2030, who is making predictions about 2019. Oh, yes. What does he say? He has. Well, he has. He's got pictures of crumpled up library books from 2030 that cover the years that he's talking about. So he's got proof. That's what I'm saying. He's got physical proof. Like I'm looking at a picture right now. It's all crumpled up and it's got writing on it. So So it's got to be true. I'm pretty sure it's legit. So give me one prediction. Well, his biggest thing is that aliens are coming this year. Yeah, but I think the aliens already been here. Like they've been amongst us. Like if aliens showed up, you mean they're going to show themselves to us? Oh, yeah, they're going to come up. They're going to crash all over the place, according to him. But we made peace with them. And they're, what do you say, super content about it. They're bold. They have bold skin and they're slender. And they will make us more united. But their skin's going to be like alligator-like. So I don't know how like hot they are. Like I don't know if we want to interbreed with them. I mean, Listen, we will. If you saw a picture of an alligator with tits, you would get a chubby. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying we won't. I'm just saying how eager we will be for it you know how pushed we're gonna be for it rule 34 but, is that wait yeah yeah i guess i could follow that if they exist they have a porn version of it 
It's somebody's gonna fuck one. Like I just gonna say, when alien shows up, somebody's gonna fuck it. They're gonna find an orifice and they're gonna go to town. Um. So what this else? This guy doesn't gonna... say yes or no, but what I else think is, is gonna happen? What else is gonna happen in 2019, according to this guy? Because he seems already, he seems like he's legit. Like he knows what the fuck yeah. he's talking about. Well, I mean, the obvious one by 2030, time travel will be possible. He says we're gonna get the the technology in 2028. So that's not 2019, but it's gonna happen. So. Um, here's what I don't understand. Between North, what, why that? did he decide to come back now? Like, what was he's um, a little vague on that point? This article mm. I'm reading doesn't exactly say the reasons he's decided to come back. Just that he did come. He says the government's after him. He does say that, like they're they're hunting him down. Oh, so. so if the government was after him, the first thing you would do is go online and boast that you're from the future, and well, that I'm the government. Out, why is the government after him? How do they know? Like, was there, uh, did he, did he go to tell somebody like, did he pop into like 2018, 29? Well, this was written in 2018. So he, did he pop into 2018 and like run to a gas station and start saying, I'm from the future. And, you know, because the NSA is listening through their Google homes, he got caught. I don't know. Hmm. Like it's well, not, it doesn't go into enough detail for me. He's suspect. It does say that we're going to have a war between United States and North Korea. Yeah. And that North Korea will go back to its old ways, which I don't know. What <laughs> They're already living in their old ways. What, yeah, it's not much fuck? older than North Korea. How could they go They're back to their old ways? Middle aged at this point, anyways. Yeah. That's right. Well, we're gonna get rid of electricity <laughs> and food. It's kind of all over the place. Like we're gonna get rid of the Common Core education. Oh, thank God. And the new education will be highly effective. Oh, we're gonna great. have augment more augmented reality. There will be a global currency because once the world's united because of the aliens, we're going to have a global currency. Yes. Alien flesh. We will. <laughs> alien thumbnail. Yeah. That's like everybody. Alien fingers. I got three inches. Give me. So the, the planet the aliens will come from is going to be called. The planet is called Lewis 33, but the scientific name is 369. Hey, oh. And there's a line here that he's quoted saying, the goose drink wine. The monkey chew tobacco on a streetcar line? Question mark. That's a I, that's a lyric. I'm gonna say that again. The goose drank wine. Yeah. The monkey chew tobacco on a streetcar line? Question mark. Yeah. That's, so that's uh that's a that's an alien thing. No, that's a lyric. Oh, what's that from? Um, god damn. Spill the wine. Take that yeah. It's uh. Three six nine. The goose drank wine. The monkey chewed tobacco on the streetcar line. The line broke. The mon- the monkey got choked, and they all went to heaven on a little rowboat. It's the clapping song, song by the Bell Stars. Holy shit! That's actually a line from a song. Yes. What the fuck? Hold on. How did you know that? Because I know things. I drink and I Are know you things. From the future. <laughs> I'm from the fucking future. future. God damn it! Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. I, it just unlocked oh something my in my god. brain. You remember? You like Brad Pitt? Or yes, I am exactly like Brad Pitt. <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. He and I share the exact same uh, traits. Well, here's a very specific one. In not just 2019, but January 2019, UFO sightings, mm-hmm. specifically huge, massive UFO sightings that don't look fake at all because they're not fake. This month, in the next couple of weeks. Oh, I can't wait. And then in April, people will go blind. Everybody? No, no. Wait, I'm sorry. In April, there's no more blindness. Robotic eyes. Fucking A. In June, people paralyzed people will be able to walk. Uh, Trump's going to be reelected. 
but he does not know who he's going to run against, or he hasn't said. Okay, I'm going to keep going. In 2028, the granddaughter of Martin Luther King will be president. Oh, good. So there we go. Those are the highlights. See, I'm going to see if we can't get this podcast banned. <laughs> AI. Anyway, that's we missed that's the whole horrible. part of it. Hold on. Yeah. So that's that's whatever. It's from the you future. Listed, you listen to some weird things, future man. Well, you know what? In the future, nobody's blind. Uh, all paralyzed people can walk. And um, uh, well, what else do you want to know? There was also a psychic that predicted that this year that penguins will invade cities just saying madagascar somebody's been watching too many kids movies also same psychic predicted that a ventriloquist will get drunk during a live show and so will the puppet <laughs> <laughs> really want to see that what kind of psychic is this uh psychic nikki yeah i like psychic nikki that's psychic the kind Nikki. of shit. That's the kind of psychic shit I like. Uh, let's see. A politician will strip naked on live TV. There'll be a fistfight between two news anchors, which I would fucking love to see. And a parrot will break into the White House. Not a parrot will fly into the White House. No, no. A parrot will break into the White House. Uh, like yep. it will shimmy its way through, break the locks. Yep. God, I hope that's true. I will. I will reverse my entire worldview. If that happens, I want to see a parrot like pick the lock again in the White House. Well, get ready, get ready for it. Me and my penguins that I appropriate because they invade the cities will watch the new cast on that when the two anchors beat the shit out of each other because they can't agree what the name of the parrot is. I'm ready for that. Wait, so Donald Trump is running against a parrot and gonna win? I I'm a little fuzzy on my it's all, time travel. That's what 2019 is. It's all parrots and Trump and penguins. Yep. So, so if I get this right, uh, <laughs> the parrot is going to run against Donald Trump. Donald Trump's going to win. Then Donald Trump's going to declare war on North Korea, but have to fight the war on two fronts because the penguins are invading the cities. So maybe it's North Korea going back to their old ways of using penguin armies to invade. I This is like, I'm. do I have it? I'm pretty sure you got you got it down. Like, yeah. you got the gist of it. I'm from the future. Yeah, well, yeah. Because I know the clap clap song from the Bell Stars. <laughs> um, Which nobody else does. Like, all jokes aside, that's still fucking freaking me out. They knew exactly what that was. <laughs> like, I don't like that. I like, guess making me very discomforted. Why? Because uh, I'm. People should know that. Uh, humans, I'm currently on the team. I'm currently on the championship trivia team at work. Is that what's bothering there's, you here? Wait, there's a championship trivia team at work i i seem to recall of. that you were on a team and i was on a team playing trivia at work oh and my team uh, won we gave that to you we gave that to you no 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 listen no. we were up by like a thousand points one yep. no doubt about it points. no doubt about <laughs> it however the victor i'm raising my hand right now <laughs> clap clap 
clap, clap, whoop, whoop. No, anyway. Uh, yeah, see, that's one of those things that I I have that in my head, yet I have no idea what my schedule for next week is kind of thing. And like, I'm sure my wife has said, uh, can you make sure this is done and this is done? I have no idea. However, um, I know the fucking line broke monkey done choke song. Yes, that's that still makes me very uncomfortable. But anyways, I speaking of uncomfortable, I just had a pre-trivia trivia thought. Yeah. Do you know what STD, the clap, is a nickname for? Uh, it's either gonorrhea or syphilis. It's not chlamydia. And that's the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, yeah. I want to look it up. But anyways... Well, you want my predictions for 2019. So, yes, a, um, I will predict that a sports team will win a championship and there will be bickering on the news about what the president does and says. And he's going to say something stupid and do something so stupid. Um, and okay, but this is not telling me what babies are going to die. No, I'm not going to predict any baby death. That that was That was all 2018. This year, I'm going to predict, uh, <clears throat> oh, there'll be a high Powerball amount. Somebody will win a billion dollars with the Powerball. Uh, I predict they'll stop making a very popular model of car. Um, which which one? Which one? Specific. Specific. They're going to stop making. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you just read stuff about the clap? Oh, God, yes. Okay. They'll stop making the Volkswagen Beetle. Really? Yeah. Nah, they're not going to do that. I'm going to. I'm going to call. What the fuck? Anyways, I'm going to call you out on that. They're not going to stop making the Beetle. Too many hipsties. Hipsties. God damn it! Two beers. I'm already fucked up. Um, yeah, we haven't even started talking about our main topic. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, too many hipsters. Splash hipsters slash hippies. Hipsty. I'm going to call them hipsties. Do it. Too many hipsties they're... love the bug. Too many hipsters love the bug. That's what, that's all and saying. get the clap. And get the clap. Tell well, us yeah, what knowledge you have saying. about the. Tell us what knowledge you have about the clap. Well, I found a website called Why It's Gonorrhea. The clap is gonorrhea. Yeah. First of all, I'm gonna describe gonorrhea for you. Gonorrhea, sometimes called the clap or the drip, which I haven't heard, but sometimes it's called the drip. It's an STD that affects both men and women. It is caused by bacterial infection that is transmitted by having oral, anal, or vaginal sex. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I cervix. Yeah, it's not the fun part. Anyways. Wait a second. Did you just gotta, give me the yada, yada, yada? <laughs> yada, 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 I don't. Whatever. <laughs> uh, it's been called the clap for potentially hundreds of years. Slang terms for STDs are often common due to the social stigma around talking about them. <laughs> Many other slang terms exist for other STDs, such as chlamydia, which is... You know what? I'm going to ask you. What do you think chlamydia is called? Um, well, before you said that, I probably would have said the drip, but... Um, <laughs> no, that, that's got to be it. Chlamydia, uh, old brown nose? I don't know. Yes. Oh, God, yes. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, the, cl the clam. <laughs> oh, I got the clam. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's hard because you say it too quick. People could hear the clap. Well, it's when you want to hide the fact that you have chlamydia by admitting to gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Which was worse? Which was more socially acceptable? I don't know. Which are they both curable? Yeah, probably something. I don't know. Something, something, penicillin. Yes, exactly. Yeah, something, something. Don't talk about it, and then leave town once you start spreading it around. I know they make you crazy. 
like syphilis and like that starts affecting your brain and shit. That was that's what happened to people back in the day. Somebody once said George Washington had syphilis. I heard that before. Why wouldn't he? Banging all those whores. Well, that was Ben Franklin. He loved the whores. Yeah, so didn't George Washington. So didn't Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> they all were whoring it up. Yeah, yeah, they were they were screwing their slaves. They were going abroad and, and they yet, were prostitution fuckers. is illegal in America, which I just, just like you know, fucking Frank Franklin did it. What the fuck? Well, the, the same people that venerate the founding fathers make prostitution illegal, yet the founding fathers were sticking their wicks and everything with a badge. I, I, it's messed up. <laughs> They're sticking their claps and everything with a clam. There's clams everywhere. Okay, so um, AIDS, which I don't agree with. What's a, what's a nickname for AIDS? I don't agree with AIDS either. Yes, I disagree with you, AIDS. <laughs> you know, me and AIDS have had so many disagreements that we just forget we forget why we're fighting. Good day, AIDS. I say good day. Uh, AIDS is called the high five. Okay, so yes, that's HIV. Like literally high yes. V. The high five. Yeah. When you say somebody has the high five, so, they've got HIV. HIV, which is not necessarily AIDS. You can have HIV without having AIDS. Yes, but it so turns into like, AIDS. Your audio is completely cutting out. So it's validating yeah, my... Your, <laughs> We're having problems with your audio, so it's just validating my argument because you have long pauses. I think of we're silence. being censored. <laughs> being censored by the internet right yep. now. The internet. It comes off as bad internet connection. Well, you're but the one like, that no, was talking about AIDS. You were the one that was saying that we should be rude to Google. I was saying that we need to be more polite, <laughs> right, Google? What would you say? Oh, yes. But anyways, Warmer. it's called the clap because it comes with the old English word clapping, which means beating or throbbing. Uh, which means painful urination. So there you go. Well, we were just talking about monkeys clapping, the clapping song. True enough. Anyways, that was far afield, and I'm now done with my... Well, we've educated our audience. ...move forward, I guess. I don't know if we can go forward. Your internet is completely kablooey. Yeah, it's probably mine. Well, I mean, I suppose it could be mine too, but you're, you're breaking up something awful. I'll try to slow down. I think it's because... Of reason. Your brain waves are going so fast. It's the NSA. You need another beer. Nope, I'm all out. Well, I'm not all out, but I have my two. Listen, if I drink too many beers, it's going to be bad. So I got, I got two. I'm good. Okay. Well, let's move on to our topic. What is our topic? Our to- what the fuck? Our topic. <laughs> hold on. Microphone <laughs> issues. Our topic today. Our topic this week is the movie theater experience. The entire experience. Yeah, because um, I don't think that the movie theater experience of today is the same as it was of days of yore. However, I think that it is still something that is a thing. And I'll explain. (laughs) Well, I mean... Yes, please. I'll explain. When I was a kid, so back in the early 80s, like late 70s, early 80s, Mm -hmm. we used to go to the movies. I... I don't know as we went more or less than everybody else, but it wasn't uncommon for like a Saturday morning, we'd get the newspaper, you'd open the newspaper to the entertainment Mm -hmm. section, and there'd be an entire page dedicated to movie times, show times, and they would have... I'm I'm just saying, I completely forgot that was a thing. You're right. Yeah. Looking in the newspaper for movie times. Yep. So you'd open up the newspaper, and not only would it have the show times, for the different theaters and where I grew up, there were only like two or three that you had to drive mm-hmm. to either Bangor or Brewer um, 
to go to the movies. I didn't have a local movie theater. I I mean, there used to be one where I grew up in the town I grew up in, um, but it had since closed. Uh, big dream of mine once was to reopen that as a legit movie theater, but long story short, it burned down. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> along with my dreams. Uh, so it wasn't uncommon for on Saturday mornings, you open up the paper and there's the movie time. And there'd also be like movie posters, like uh, an ad that would show like the movie poster of the movie. So E.T. would have Elliot, you mm-hmm. know, going across the moon and it would be a big splash. I specifically remember it is like burned into my brain, opening the newspaper and seeing Darth Vader's helmet for Empire Strikes Back and sitting yep. on my parents' bed and them basically saying it was like a Saturday and them saying, pick out a, you know, you want to go see this. We need to choose a time and then drive to Bangor to see it. Um, mm-hmm. That is like burned in my brain. <laughs> and I remember the day. I remember the details. I remember um, my dad took me and a friend and we went and my friend hyperventilated. <laughs> what? It was it was crazy. But anyway, um, I'm going to see a movie. I'm going to see a movie. <laughs> no, no. He hyperventilated in the movie. Just basically oh, okay. he, he had like a little like panic attack kind of thing when he said, I'm your father. Anyway. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. It was intense. It was a big deal. It was a big fucking deal back then. But So, in other words, this is not the friend you want to take to see to like a porno theater, like an adult theater. I don't you'd probably ever have a heart want attack. to see. I don't ever want to go to one of those theaters. And Wait. even if I did, for whatever reason, go to one of those theaters, I wouldn't <laughs> want to take a person with me. Like, you, you don't hey. like watching porn with other people in the room with you? Well, that's the weirdest thing. <laughs> hey. I I hear uh, Backdoor Babes three is opening <laughs> this week. Do you want to go see it? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess uh, Bang Bus fifteen is still playing, <laughs> so uh, we could just Such go and see like a double feature. Such an awkward conversation. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes it's the conversation that needs to be had. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, <listen. sighs> Yeah, uh, hey, Cavernous <laughs> Milfs is opening. Uh, listen, you're my friend. I'm really horny, and I, I need to go to an adult theater. But I don't want to go alone because those places are sketchy. So I don't want to go alone because that would be weird. Yeah, and I don't want to be weird, so you're going to come with me. Yeah, uh, so anyway. <laughs> but as a, as a kid... You go to the theater, you don't have real money of your own, so you kind of relying on your parents. Your parents are like getting the the candy and the popcorn and the soda, and you go sit oh, wait, in wait, the wait, 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 candy in. What did you ever sneak candy in? Like your parents or somebody put in your mom's purse, your pockets of your coat, something like that? No, uh, what? Nope, nope, we were sticklers on that. And one of my only, only real memories was uh my dad took me to see et and it was just he and i and we went in and i got junior mints and i didn't finish i only had like three or four of them and he put them in his like breast pocket of his shirt and by the time and i forgot about him by the time we left (laughs) his body heat had like melted them all together and he's like you still want these i'm like no that's something wrong with that it's still chocolate i know it was like a giant chunk of thin mint um 
<laughs> but anyway, the 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 bottom line is is there's a movie theater experience, yes. and that experience still exists today. And I think that there have been a lot of naysayers who are like, oh, movie theaters are dying. Uh, why go to a movie theater when you can watch the same thing in the comfort of your own home? I actually, I have something for that. I know you, you're you you're inhaling like you want to say something, so I'll let you go. But I, it's, it's, well, not I, as, it's not as cut and dried as that. I just, I'll, as far as the people that say the movie experience is dying and blah, 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 there are some, at least genres, that will never be better outside of a theater than they are inside ever the only i guess if, if the day comes when you have like vr and you have the helmet on and your entire focus is you know the whatever is in front of your eyes maybe but seeing a big budget sci-fi movie at home is a completely different experience than seeing it in a theater yes i'm sorry it just is well that's i i've i kind of looked into it a little bit and there's somebody has made a list of the reasons why you should see certain movies in movie theaters and yeah they're gonna be like not necessarily low budget but low special effects like dramas and stuff like that that you wouldn't necessarily need to see in a movie theater to get the surround sound and the you know the the thrill of seeing right. it up close kind of thing um but here's one thing that the movie theater gives you that you don't have at home. And that is a mutual respect amongst everybody that you're there with <laughs> to shut the fuck up. Cause we're all watching a movie because um, if you're at home, perfect world. Well, okay. I granted there are times when there's somebody behind you that's being restless or there are kids that are talking. I mean, there's, you're always going to have that kind of bullshit. However, mm -hmm. you're all there to see a movie. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how other people in this world live but at my house if you sit down to watch anything on the television regardless if it's a movie even if it's a half hour television show if you like got together a drink and a snack and you like pulled up to the couch and got all comfy and you turned on the tv the motherfucking clock is ticking before mm -hmm. something is going to drag you away from that tv it it's it could be seconds, could be minutes, but something is going to drag you away from that TV. And if my wife were here, she'd probably tell you, she would be telling you the same thing, like times a million, whether it's the dog, the kids, the spouse, the fact that the laundry, the dryer finished, and now you got to go downstairs and get the dry, the clothes or the, you know, the dishwasher finished and you got to put dishes away. Like there's always that distraction there's always that thing that you need to do there's the you know I, I i gotta watch it downstairs but then i gotta go upstairs and do something so i put it on the tv upstairs or i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna watch tv on the tread i'm gonna watch this tv show on the treadmill and then you get 20 minutes into your walk or run and then it's done and then you have to stand there and do i you know there's always those types of things but if you're in a movie theater you're there to watch a fucking movie everybody even, even sit down shut up, eat your popcorn and watch this goddamn movie. Cause that's what we're here to do. And that's one of the things that you get in a movie theater that you don't get at home. Anyway. Um, I had just said that the clock was ticking and that you share an experience at the theater, like sit down, shut up. Oh, I'm thinking like even most people in the theater will probably not check their phones. Whereas at home, you're definitely going to check your phone. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll tell you that one of the things that once, you have kids um, like 
I don't know as I've sat down and watched anything straight through with my wife without her like falling asleep. And she can be a hundred percent engaged in what we're watching. And if the kids are in bed and we're sitting on the couch and we're watching something, it can be incredibly engrossing. And I'll look over and she's gone. And I think <laughs> well, no. that's just a that's just a exhausted because the kids have worn you out kind of thing. That's not a disrespectful, you know, like you're boring. This is boring. I want to sleep. It's more like, oh, God. But you're less I feel like you're less apt to do that in a movie theater. Well, yeah. At home, you sit sitting on a comfortable couch. You're in a familiar atmosphere, all that good stuff. Yeah. But that, that is something I was going to bring up. I was going to ask you, have you ever fallen asleep in the theater watching a movie? Not only did I fall asleep, I've slept through two movies. The first, all the way through? Yes. Wow. The, the first one was opening day of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, was this a race? By the time the pod race happened, you're like, fuck this. I think I was gone at the beginning, and I I woke up to people, like, appalled at me. Uh, <laughs> shit. So here's the story, though, okay? Because I was so excited to see this movie. Like, the anticipation for episode one was almost too much for me to bear because we were getting mm-hmm. new Star Wars movies. Yeah. And at the time, I was buying into it, hook, line, and sinker. I went and watched a midnight showing and I watched it all the way through. So I, I did not sleep. Like I, I might've slept an hour or two and then I drove, uh, down to Brunt or Portland. And I was in Portland with some friends and we went to another showing of the Phantom Menace and I, I conked out. I was completely asleep. (laughs) And, uh, there were all these other people. It's just like, Anakin made C-3PO fuck this. Yeah, there were other people that were just as hyped as I was that was sitting, they were sitting there mm-hmm. watching it, but they hadn't, this was their first time. And here I uh-huh. am, I was probably, you know, in their minds, I, I was seeing it for the first time too, and I was sleeping through it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you blasphemer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the other movie I slept through in the movie theater was Finding Nemo, and I was, uh, a chaperone for a um, outing club at the school mm-hmm. I used to work at. The fifth grade kids would go to a leadership development uh, thing, and I was one of the chaperones. And it was a rainy day, and we couldn't go do the ropes courses and you know what we normally do. So we went and saw a movie, and we were sleeping, you know, basically sleeping in tents and not getting good sleep. And I get in that dark theater, and <sighs> I was gone. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Tangent here, but. How does a ropes course teach them leadership? I'm, I'm seeing there's a disconnect here. Um, there's a, there's a lot of uh, like trust. Um, a lot of like strong grip. Like if you have a strong grip, you can be a good leader. I I, I see that. Never mind. I take that. <laughs> no, there's uh, you know, you're responsible for another person. They're climbing. Say they're climbing an obstacle, and they're attached to a harness, and the other end of the harness is attached to another person. And you have to climb and figure things out and figure how to climb something out. And meanwhile, there's somebody behind you keeping you from falling on the ground and, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. All I'm hearing is you trying to mask the fact that probably Abe Lincoln could choke the shit out of Robert E. Lee if he wanted to. Yeah. And that's what made us a good leader. So that's, 
that's what I'm going to Well, and, and also in fairness of the outing club, that's not the only thing. That's that's a portion of it. <laughs> the rope, the obstacle. Yeah. Uh, it's it's basically a, a thing for kids to learn how to be responsible. <laughs> Finish the obstacle course and deep compress it. That's the way it works, kid. Fuck it. We're going to go see Finding Nemo. <laughs> a film about leadership. Mm-hmm. You're gonna follow the school and the turtles. I, I'm trying to remember that movie, The Sharks. Well, yeah. you, you haven't seen Monsters Inc., so I I wouldn't be surprised if you've never seen. I have seen I mean, Nemo, and I believe I saw it in the theater. And right here, right now, I can't tell you why, because that would be weird. Right, you're as an adult to see that in the theater. You're one of those people that thinks it's weird for an adult to see a cartoon in the movie theater. Look, I'll tell you what. Me and my cousin, we were both in our early 20s. Well, I was in my mid-20s. She was in her early 20s. Went and saw the Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. The day it came out, like Friday. The one with uh, Sarah... What the fuck? Buffy. What? Why am I not remembering her? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah Michelle Gellar, yes. And the whole thing. And uh, we were... Seriously, besides people that... Moms that came with their kids, were the only two adults in that theater. Well, that was it. I'll, and I will never forget that. In, I'm like, in fairness to weird. you, that movie is nothing but drugs, doing drug references, smoking pot references, and adult themes and references like that. Yeah, but to be honest, we didn't know that going in. It was just, it's Scooby-Doo. And I love Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. But we were the only like non-parent adults in that theater. Besides the fact that, A, it was weird. B, there's another reason why I don't go see kids' movies in the theaters, is that at best, there was a low hum the entire time. Oh, of kids The talking. kids just didn't shut up. The kids were talking the entire, like, whining or commenting or begging or pleading or screaming or, wait, that's what, that's normal, right? Kids screaming in the theater. Yeah, like, begging. Begging for begging what? For help? Begging and pleading for their life? What, you, Let me what go. kind of movie this is my mom. are you going to? <laughs> this is not my parents. Please help me. That's, right. that's normal, right? That's something you hear in theaters, right? When they're silently mouthing, help me. Yeah. <laughs> Blinking, cats. SOS, that's, and Morse code. It's the weirdest thing. Kids and hairless cats just don't know to shut their Listen, mouths. Listen, if a child can blink SOS, I think that they're <laughs> going to be okay. If if a child can memorize Morse code and blink SOS, listen, you're not in that big a trouble, dude. You you're well, you're smart enough to get yourself out of this predicament if you can memorize Morse code. I was watching and a couple of kids were doing it, but there was like S O T and I was like, okay, never mind, they're okay then. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what SOT means, but it's not SOS. So I was I sat back and I enjoyed the movie. It was fine. Um well, back to the matter at hand. The theater experience, um, you have a certain amount of focus in in the theater that you don't get at home. So there's that. Um, well, before I forget, though, I was going to tell you the one I fell asleep in. Oh, the one time only. Bad Company. Did you ever see that movie? Bad Company. Chris Rock and Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, doesn't, it was it was a it was a bad movie. Isn't he the president? Uh no, it's like Anthony Hopkins is CIA or something. Yeah, and I Chris Rock's twin brother was in the CIA, but he kills yes. Chris Rock. To, yeah, yeah, it's it's it it a bad movie. 
I, I felt dead asleep in that movie. Me and my friends, a couple of my friends were seeing it, and I was, for a good half hour, 45 minutes in the middle, I was done. I was like, oh. Yeah. We should have so gone anyway, to a porno. Yeah. Should have. <laughs> if you're going to drag your friends to see a crappy movie, at least to see a crappy movie where you can, you know, get your jollies off. <laughs> um, Full on Pee Wee Herman that shit, man. I'm just telling you. Now, I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask <laughs> it anyway for the for the audience. Mm-hmm. Are you the kind of person that has to be early so you can watch the previews? I'm going to say no, just to blow your mind. That blows my mind because I thought that you were, I thought you were one of us. Yeah, I'll be lying, but I'll say no just because I don't like the fact that you think you know me. You can't predict me. <laughs> okay, Listen. yes, I have to be. I want to see the previews. I have to see the preview. Yeah. The, Cinema content samples. That's right. Cinema content samples. I love the trailers. I, I want to be there when the trailers start. I want to be there when the lights go down. I want to get hyped for upcoming movies. Mm-hmm. I, it's rare that I see a trailer for a movie and think, oh, that's going to be stupid. Well, um, this is the biggest tragedy of the internet age is that by the time you see a trailer in a movie, you've probably already seen it on YouTube. True, but... It's still part of the movie going experience for me. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. still part of the experience to get there. See, now, one of the things that's very frustrating is I'm married to somebody that does not give a shit about the previews. She used to mm. work at a movie theater. Oh, right. She managed she managed a movie theater and like had to cut the previews and put previews together. And like she's she was all done with the preview experience. She uh-uh, doesn't care. Um, <laughs> and she like, if we're walking in the door, haven't even found our seats yet. As long as we're walking in the door in the first five minutes of the movie, she's fine. Hmm. And to me, <laughs> like I'm like, I'm antsy if we're not like 20 minutes ahead of the previews. That's blasphemy. Like I can, I can see missing the previews. I, that that makes like yeah, like you. I'm, I'm antsy about that. But missing the first five minutes of the movie could fuck she could not care less. Oh my god! I missed like the the biggest example of this. The one that still haunts me to this day, which it shouldn't. Is me and my friends missed the first seriously like ten minutes of the Matrix. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me that story. Yeah, yeah. And we we got there when Trinity was like float kicking the. Cops or whatever yep. it was at the beginning, and I, I remember sitting there going, "What the fuck is this? Well, who is she? Why is she kicking these guys?" Like I was so pissed that we missed the first ten minutes. Yeah, well, you know. Well, this leads into like, too. did you ever have like the reason we missed the first ten minutes was we had uh, I was in college and there was at least a group of five or six of us that would routinely go out to see a you know big new movie that came out, and we had a friend, one friend that we would. We're good friends, so we didn't want to exclude him, but he was always late. Always. Always, always, always late. Mm-hmm. And he made us late for the Matrix. It got to the point where we were telling him that movie started a half hour before they actually did so that we could show up on time. Yeah. I I would do the same thing because <laughs> I would hate that. Did you ever have anybody that you had to do that with? Or? No, just my wife. I. It's not that <laughs> I have to tell her that we have to be, you know, I, I don't have to lie to her about movie times, but I do have to drag her in. Like, we'll be here's here's. Let me give you a scenario, okay? Mm. We can 
be at the movie theater, like getting our tickets or whatever. And the movie is about to start, like maybe within two minutes or something like that. She'll get in <laughs> line for popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, popcorn's out the window. Like, fuck popcorn. I got to be in the theater. I got to go. I have to go. We went. So you better uh, me because I could be in there. <laughs> we went to Mary Poppins Returns a couple weeks ago, and it was like five minutes for the movie to go, and she wasn't pulled into the parking lot yet. Ooh. Like she, like she had left home thinking, if I leave now, I'll get there exactly as the movie starts. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta count. You gotta get in. You gotta park the vehicle. You gotta get the kids out. You gotta get your tickets. You gotta get in line to get popcorn. You gotta. You know, you got to make your way to the theater. You got to find your seats. You got to. It's that's like that's like fifteen minutes minimum, right there. Yeah, easy on a good day. Yeah, and so I met her out in the parking lot in like this. I'm sure you know she was mumbling under her breath, like this fucking asshole cannot miss the previews. And it was Mary Poppins' return. (laughs) It wasn't like you know the the previews. The previews were going to be like the next Pixar film. Uh, the next Disney film and the next DreamWorks film. Like, and I'd probably already watched him online, but whatever. Yeah. It's part of the experience. It's part of the experience. I don't care if I know, like in this day and age, sometimes I actually am still surprised. Sometimes I'll go to a movie and see a preview that I've never heard of seen before or something like that. But it's never anything like I can still remember seeing the first preview for Phantom Menace. Yep. And being and not expecting to see that, like having a vague idea that the movie's being made, but not sitting down for a movie expecting to see that preview and then seeing it going, Holy shit, yep, this looks awesome! You know, in, in retrospect, it is a fan of minutes, but at the time, <laughs> <laughs> at the time, at my you know, 20 early 20s or whatever it was, I was like, Holy shit, this is amazing! And then, so so often, just so often, seeing a preview that you had no idea was going to be a thing. And being blown away. Yep. That's a tragic loss in the modern age. Yep. Um, do you have any regrets? Do you have any movie go movie theater experience uh, regrets? I can think of well, a couple right now off the top of my head, but I can think of I'm, I'm, I was thinking of this when we're thinking of the topic. I, I for the life of me cannot remember what movie. I don't want to say it was like a horror movie, but me and my brother went and saw a movie where there was a group of people behind us that did not shut up the entire movie like they were laughing and commenting and just chit-chatting the entire time that when we left we actually walked up and this is my brother like this was like my idea it was his idea so i'll give him props all day long we went to the, to the um i don't know what you call it, the, the counter the ticket booth whatever you want to say and he looks at him and says yeah we just walked out of blah 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 blah, blah. can we get a refund and the ticket taker guy was like yeah, you're not the first ones. Here you go. And we got like tickets or like comped, like I don't know yeah. what you would call them, gift certificates for another movie, like straight up. Well, because everybody walked out of that theater complaining about these people that were just loud as shit, and that the theater people didn't do anything about it. Um, yeah, my wife working at the theater, I I don't think that's as uncommon as you think. People asking mm-hmm. for rain checks at the very least, if yeah. not, if not like a full refund she almost like almost every movie especially she was you know in the town she was working out in you know with a bunch of rich friggin you owe me something people <laughs> right. uh there were a ton of p- 
people that would like at the end of every movie, like they'd sit and watch the whole movie and come out and say, that was a terrible movie. I want my money back kind of thing. It like, it happened very frequently. I don't know as it was always, you know, I had a miserable experience because of you kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it was, you know, I had a miserable experience and I want my money. Yeah. I have, I have a couple of regrets. One, um, I regret not seeing a couple movies more than once in the theater. Um, <laughs> some of those, some of those were because I just wanted to see the movie again and again and again. Some of those were because I didn't have the perfect experience. Um, the first time, the first time. And it's actually kind of what got this ball rolling on this, uh, <laughs> on this topic yeah. was, uh, in 89, uh, I remember going to see Batman and being so enthusiastic mm-hmm. about it, being like the sixth person in line. And I'm talking about one of those lines that goes around the corner and oh, shit. a sold out show and being that close to the front of the line. I was super excited and I had seriously the choice of seats, any seat I wanted. And I chose to sit in the second <laughs> row and <laughs> rookie mistake. That was absolutely a rookie mistake. and. I missed half that movie at least. And I, yeah, I regret not going back and seeing it a second time from a, a better angle. I, I waited until now, don't get me wrong. I followed the movie. I just had a bad experience. And when I say I missed so, half the movie, like special effects and stuff like that, like I, I caught the story. I figured out what was going on and I was, you know, well-versed enough in what should be happening that I knew what was going on. But if you're if you're looking at the right side of the screen, you can't see the left side of the screen, and vice versa. Yeah, describe. So, so for people that have never had to sit in the front row, describe what a typical front row in a movie theater experience is like. Uh, you might as well get up and walk away. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is absolutely craning your neck. Like you're gonna have a pain in your neck because you're looking up, and you're you mm-hmm. can't just look up. You have to either look up to the right, or look up to the left, or look at the center. But if you're looking in any of those three quadrants, that wouldn't be a quadrant, but if you're looking in any of those three, <laughs> what's that, a trodwind? <laughs> a trodwind, I guess, yes. If you're looking at any of those, you're missing something on the screen. So if you're sitting, that like the front row at a movie theater is absolutely pointless. It's the you're, sadistic row. That's the, they should give you a discount if you have to sit in that row. row. That's... That's a row for people that do not give a fuck about the movie that they're about to watch. They're there for somebody else. It was sold out and they had to sit there. That's why there's a front row because mm-hmm. it's, it's very pointless to be there. But um, I've seen theaters that eliminate. There's a certain space between the, the actual quote unquote front row and screen that makes your front row experience not so bad. Right. So, but that's not, that, that's a, relatively modern thing because back in the day your front row was like five fucking feet from the screen you know yeah yeah it was it was pointless um but i i uh watch signs mm. i hate that movie i hate it with because passion. of that <laughs> for one it wasn't a great movie i think i might no, have been able i might i have think been, it's purely because of the physical experience i had a bad experience at the theater i had it was it was a nasty theater the sound was bad the exit sign, for whatever reason, was extra illuminated, so it cast this giant green oh, like shade across the a third of the screen. And um, I don't think the popcorn was good. Like 
it was like everything that could go wrong went wrong with this movie <laughs> theater experience. Then on top of it, it was a bad movie. And I left the theater so fucking angry because I wanted to like that movie so much based on the previews and yeah. the well, director. That's what Shyamalan and, still had its momentum. Yeah. Yep. And the cast was good. Um, you know, it was, it should have been a good movie and it wasn't. And it was just doubled down on that because of the bad theater experience. Yeah. So I, I have a couple of regrets in that scenario, but things are getting a lot better. Um, more and more theaters are going to the whole pick your own seat, like you assign seats. I've never done assigned seats in the theater. Yeah, it's it's probably in another year or two you'll only be able to do that. Really? Yep, there might be some. I don't think I like that. It's it's way better than you think. Hmm. And I'll and I'll tell you why because you can buy your tickets well in advance, know where you're going to sit, reserve your seat, and you're all set. You don't have to worry about a sold out show. You don't have to worry about showing up and have you know being you know back corner you know somewhere where the speaker is going to be cut off because of the balcony you know what i mean like you can pick whatever seat you want and show up and mm -hmm. know that you're going to have that seat i like it that plus um a lot of theaters are upgrading their seats to accommodate this whole business and when they're mm -hmm. pulling out their seats they're putting in really nice seats <clears throat> for example one of the best theater experiences. Now I'm not saying that the movie was the best, but the best theater experience I've ever had was at the Fox run mall in New Hampshire. I went and saw the force awakens and it was the first time okay. I had ever gone and they've got leather like recliners with push button that push button recline. <clears throat> they sell like real food and the oh, recliners, sure. the recliners are so big that, like there's enough space for you in a bucket of popcorn and like a five gallon bucket of soda. And like, it's huge. It's huge. Mm. It's comfortable. The atmosphere is good. The screen was huge. And I just, I had a really good experience watching the force awakens. Okay. So it's a little bit like, do you ever go to Smitty's? Yes. I've been to Smitty's. I don't mind Smitty's, but it, it's, uh, just one hair away from being too much of a distraction to watch a movie. Yeah. So for anybody that's not sure, that's listening, this is now Smitty's in Maine. It's kind of a franchise. There's a few places. It's uh, you sit down in these nice like desk chairs. I mean, it's it, hard to think of desk chairs being nice, but these are like compared to regular theater chairs. Yeah, they're, they're like desk, high end, high yeah, end, like very leather. comfortable, plush. Yeah. You know, reclining kind of office chairs that well basically they're they're just really nice chairs that roll i guess yes to put it i mean think of a think of an office chair think of a desk chair that's high back that's what you have and you order food and you're sitting at like a like a counter not, i'm not, not gonna say a table because you think table you think discreet like square circle piece of furniture but this is like a counter that runs the entire length of the, the entire width of the theater sit down you have a menu you order food during the movie, the waiter brings you food, brings you, you know, more food if you want it, whatever, brings you a check all during the movie. It's cool, but like you said, it's very distracting. Yeah. Like I it, saw it in the theater and it was a little bit lesser. Like I love the movie, but I, I felt like the experience was less than I less than optimum because it was like a low hum the entire time. People moving around, shit like that. People eating. People eat yeah. So on the one hand, it's cool. You can eat your meal, watch the theater. Don't do that. If you have the choice of doing something like that, I'm telling you, don't do it. If it's a movie you really 
really want to see, really been waiting to see. If yeah. it's more of a, I just kind of want to go out and go out and do something and have fun. I don't really care that much. Yeah, that's that's cool. But if it's a movie, like I would never see like the newest. Like I'm not gonna see the next Avengers at Smitty's. No fucking way, because I don't want to be distracted. Right. Well, that that's a good segue into one of the other things that is really really cool about seeing a movie in a movie theater is the social aspect to it. Sharing yes. moments with other people, like common gasps, common laughs. Can you put your mouth right up to your microphone like this and just say something? Yeah, I don't think your microphone's working still. God damn it. Yeah, I fucked up again. Hold on. That's better, but you're quiet. Can you can you bring the volume up? No, it's I I'm definitely getting you through the microphone now, but it's super quiet. Super duper quiet. Let me let me turn myself up and see if I don't nothing changed. Nope. Same. I can hear you through the microphone, but it's quiet. What about this? Is this sound better? That I think you're gone back to no microphone. Goddamn. All right. Uh now you're definitely going through the microphone right now. Let me let me turn myself up. Let me let me just turn everything all the way up. Okay, now speak. All right. How about Yeah, that? yeah, perfect. That was it was me. Okay. It was it was the fact that I had the volume down a little bit, so it sounded quiet, but it wasn't. Okay. So your microphone's fixed. Uh, mic- I mean you sound fine on my end as as far as that goes. So Yeah. All right. Um, so what I was saying was, uh, when you go to the movie theater with a you you see a movie with a bunch of people and you get like shared a shared experience with a bunch of people where there might be um, um, like a, a point in the movie where everybody gasps at the same time or a, a jump scare at the same yeah. time or yes yeah that's something you can't duplicate just watching at home unless I mean you can watch with a room full of people I guess but. You and your wife, or you and your kids, or something like that. You and your buddies, you're not going to get that where the entire like a hundred people at once are going, "Oh my god!" Yeah. you know, or yeah, like a shared realization, like Luke, I am your father, kind of bullshit, all at the same time. Well, one of the best memories I have, and it's kind of funny, but seeing the Sixth Sense for the first time, um, me and my friend and my brother were seeing it, and my friend had already seen it, so he's kind of like watching, and you can kind of tell he's like towards the end he's like looking at us like oh it's coming i wonder how you're gonna get the twist ahead of time and then you know they reveal it and all that shit and you sit there like oh okay he's a ghost and you kind of hear the gasps in the theater but long long after every single fucking other person in the theater had gotten it this girl like three rows back goes oh my god he's dead like (laughs) like like there's like two seconds two seconds before the credits start rolling or something like and then the theater gets quiet and you can hear like the next credit to look at it going are you fucking kidding me <laughs> i'm like i'm talking five minutes after everybody else got it she's like oh he's a ghost by the way spoiler uh, alert uh I'm, I'm sorry spoiler alert go fuck yourself hey if, the first go fuck yourself of the year hey there you go uh hey. if you didn't know that bruce willis was dead through the sixth sense if this is now becoming a realization of yours by hearing it from our voice i am terribly sorry welcome to america it must be rough coming here from papua new guinea (laughs) escaping the cannibals cannibals. luckily we have a papua new guinea linguist 
here. That's right. I got the accent. Who down, at least so. knows how to orgasm <laughs> in the accent of <laughs> Papua New Guinea. <laughs> Welcome, brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, but um, so yeah, uh, social, social. There's a whole social aspect of seeing the. Well, one of the coolest things I ever like I saw the ring when I was living when I was going to grad school and oh my god like this the, the, the it was a packed theater it was a Friday night and the people screaming and all that shit like that like at the beginning with the chick and the end with the guy you know like the, the faces and stuff like the people screaming and stuff was so cool like it was part of the whole like memorable one of the reasons like that's one of my favorite horror movies because like the memory of all the people going holy shit what the fuck you know all that stuff I the the one that stands out the most for me was the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Um, I saw that in a theater with a bunch of people that had they were on the fence about whether it was real or not, and there was a huge oh dear lord <laughs> at the end of that. There was just a collective like gasp mm-hmm. of people that did not know if that what they were watching was true or not, and. Um, I had resigned myself to knowing that it was fake. There's no way that, you know, for one, the chick mm. was a bad actor as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Um, and I, I thought it was real. I think I've talked about that before, but yeah. I, I did. I thought it was real. Um, I was young and dumb. But uh, there were a lot of people at the theater that you were, you know, you weren't alone. There were plenty of people. Right. Um, but I like, I'm trying to think of another movie that I've seen that had that moment. The you know, are you kidding me mm-hmm. moment? I'm sure there is one, but um, really the, the last part of the movie theater experience that I wanted to talk about was um, bragging rights. That you you were there at the beginning? I was there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just think of being able to tell people that you were there when something happened. Um, There's nothing better than hearing some young guy talk about a movie they love, but they didn't come out you know, one in their lifetime, then you're like, Oh right. yeah, I, I remember that one. I was there in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I saw speaking of bragging rights, I've seen all three start the original trilogy in the theater. Now to take away from See, my own you... bragging rights, uh, I saw the reissue of a new hope in theaters. I didn't see the original. I didn't see mm. it the first time, the first run. I saw it second run in 79. <laughs> Okay, okay. I thought you were going to say the remake from like the early... The no, 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 no. Nope. Okay. No, I saw it in 79. Um, my One of my only memories from the movie... A remaster. At the, at the theater was when R2-D2 was stuck in the... He's like hiding from the Jawas and he's uh, in that little bump out, whatever. I remember that. I, I saw Empire Strikes Back with my dad. I remember that. And then I went with um, a friend and his mom to return of the Jedi. And I can tell you that I had chicken nuggets. <laughs> I can tell you because we went to McDonald's, we had chicken nuggets. I had honey as my dipping sauce. Wow. Yep. I like, I remember that to a T when I'm senile and have dementia <laughs> and I'm Alzheimer's has taken me, you know, like I probably won't be able to tell you from one <laughs> second to the next anything but i'll tell you right now i will remember the fact that i went and saw return of the jedi <laughs> say hey daughter i don't know the name of it anymore i said i saw chicken nuggets <laughs> and i had honey sauce I went, I went uh 
1983, I went to see the Return Return of the Jedi uh, in Bangor with Chris mm-hmm. Rhoda and his mom. I had we stopped at McDonald's. I had chicken nuggets and honey was my dipping sauce. <laughs> I remember it, and that was okay. a movie. That see, that's the thing is, I think that movie theater experience got me at such a young age. I think it was such a big deal that I think that that's kind of influenced me because I I talk to people. I mean. Yeah, my wife is one person, but I, I've talked to plenty of people that, you know, could take or leave the movie theater. And as a matter of fact, I've talked to people who would they would celebrate right. if if the movie yeah. theaters died and all movies were released. You know, you could watch them in your living room the day they were released. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I'm old school. I would hate that to happen. I see yep. way less movies now than I used to. But, but yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that would be terrible. And- I, I love the experience. Even bad movies are better with like you and me went and saw Alien Co- Covenant. Covenant. Was that last? Yeah, yeah. Alien Covenant, which we both watched that. I was in shock. Like I was like looking for reasons to like it, and yep. I was rapidly running out. And you're like, "Wow, what a piece of crap!" You know. <laughs> but yep. that was better. It was, it was a better experience because we went to the theater the day of to see it. Right, and it's it's the three of us because we took Rob with us. It was you, me. No, and Rob. he wasn't. He wasn't there with us. It was just you and me. Yeah, he saw it with his wife. Um, he saw it the the weekend off, but he did see it with his wife. Oh, this whole time I've been thinking that he was there. No, we talked about it pretty quick after. Yeah, I, it must have been like the day before, a couple days before he yeah, saw it, was just, it or something. You and me went after work, and then yeah, that was what it was. Yeah. Anyways. Well, anyway, it goes to show how much I remember that. <laughs> That's repressed, painful. Yeah. <clears throat> but um. Yeah, it was a bad movie, but I still enjoyed going because we were able to unpack it immediately. Yeah, plus in the theater, everybody listening, we weren't assholes about it, but we like would whisper stuff together. Like when you know they try to palm their card and say that the one robot was the robot when it was painfully obvious it was the other robot. Was yeah, David and whatever the fuck. Coolio yeah, like and, if, uh, if anybody was fooled by that. Yes, and like you would lead her whisper to be like. Do you think anybody's fucking fooled by this right now? I'm like, it's so obvious. It's yeah. so that's a that was an enhancement. That was a better. That's more social. Like, which I'm not saying you can't get if you're watching it at home, but there's something more about it. In right, like mm-hmm. you look around in the theater and all these like dupes. Like you know, somebody in here is fooled by this, right? Yeah, like like you look mm-hmm. around. One of these idiots is fooled by this. <laughs> Let's take him out back and punch him. I'm gonna throw goobers at the back of his head. Fuck him. Um. Well, before we finish the movie theater experience, I gotta, I gotta at least finish with one of my favorite movie theater stories. Um, well, before you do that, let me just—I got a question I want to ask you. Has there ever been a movie that you walked out of that you paid your money, you sat down, and then you're like, "Fuck this, I'm out." No, and like I can't think of one, and I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. Um, I remember my grandparents walked out of a movie, and this was when I was. I don't know when King Solomon's Minds came out. I don't remember. I remember that was the movie. Yeah. And it was kind of in a period of time when I was a movie junkie. And Mm -hmm. I can't say that I'm not a movie junkie now, but like I was, I was like a fledgling, like cinema was life and uh, I want (laughs) to go see the special effects or whatever. And I remember my grandparents went to see King Solomon's Minds and it, it, they thought it was like a remake of a, of an older movie that they had seen. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like to some degree, and like five minutes into it, my grandfather got up. 
shit. He he and my grandmother got up and was like, fuck this. You know, just like I am not watching whatever you are trying to sell us right now. It is not, we're not buying it. We're out. Mm-hmm. And I remember him telling me the story that they walked out of a movie and I was just like, what? What? <laughs> wait, wait, what? You walked out? You paid money and you left? Yeah, it could have been good. And the no, he wasn't having any of it. <laughs> but I don't God, I I don't remember. I can't think of a time where I would have walked out of a movie because it, it like signs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That would have been the time to walk out of a fucking movie because it was just uh there was a um in Old Town, in Old Town there's a, there used to be, I don't know if it's still there, a second run theater and I've seen some real pieces of garbage there. Uh the Haunted Mansion, <laughs> like I'm a Disney freak yeah. and they came out with the Eddie Murphy haunted mansion movie and it was so bad oh my Mm. god it was such a bad movie that one i should have walked out of but i didn't i stayed i i hunkered down so no i don't think i have you i haven't but i've been close twice that i could think of one and i've mentioned this before is batman and robin yeah like i made a vow after i saw the movie i'll never watch that movie again and i stuck to it that movie was so bad and i'm talking me in my i guess i was in my early 20s at that point so i was once again young and stupid still was sitting there watching this movie going, this is fucking terrible. And I was so, I, th- I think if it would just been me, if I, if for whatever reason, got to see it by myself, I think I would have left because it was so bad. Um, that and Mars Attacks. Oh, yes. I hated Mars. I got, it was one of those, like me and my friend and my brother, we went and saw that. We we're all sitting around <clears throat> trying to decide what to see. And I suggested it. And when we got done seeing that movie, we're both, all three of us were pretty quiet. And I was like, geez, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I felt the need to apologize. No. I felt so bad that I had to apologize for it. Speaking about how bad my memory is right now, I had a conversation with somebody within the last month, probably within the last couple of weeks, and it was about cult classic movies. Mm. And they swear by Mars Attacks, thinks it's a great movie, and it's gonna oh it's, it's gonna kill me. I will think of who it is. There's somebody it's among not even us, a cult classic. I know it is awful. Okay, it had I'm going to say past. something. I'm going to say something, and I apologize if I get it wrong for disparaging you and dragging your reputation with the mud. But I almost want to say that I remember Rob saying he liked it. I if, I, if I'm wrong, Rob, I apologize. I do. It could but I be, almost want to say that. I I want to say it was somebody that because I have some pretty good deep conversations with Rob, especially about this kind of stuff, and the person I was talking to. No. I remember thinking this person knows nothing about movies. <laughs> so, so, like, that, so that would have been Rob. So okay. No, and it, it was one of those things that was like we were talking about cult classic movies. It's not a cult classic. It's so bad. Nobody cares about that movie. Nobody talks about it. No. Nobody's going to midnight showings. Nobody's doing cosplay. Nobody's ironically liking this movie. It's just terrible. Yeah, it's filth. But like I said, great cast. Um, That's the problem. It was if we get a movie and throw every big name star we can in there, we don't need a plot or good jokes or anything. It, nope, we're gonna put Jack Nicholson in three parts. We're gonna put fucking Michael J. Fox and Pierce Brosnan and fucking I don't know. Fuck you. Fuck everybody. Fuck them all. <laughs> um, Martin Short. Fuck them. Yeah. Ugh. So bad. Anyways, yes, I almost walked out of that one. If I once again, if I had been alone for whatever reason would have walked out of it now i really think i would have here's something that is very interesting that i wanted to bring up 
I one of my regrets is not seeing certain films in the theater. Mm. And for the last probably four or five years that I can think of, Cinemagic and Westbrook, they play a lot of those cult classics. Like they'll, you know, they'll play Jaws, they'll play Back mm. to the Future, they'll play, you know, Princess Bride, stuff like that. Movies that you'd want to see in the theater. Maybe you didn't get a chance to see them in the theater. You only caught them on VHS or HBO. And mm -hmm. I don't know why I don't see those more. Like, I understand that this past year I haven't had an opportunity to really just leave the house and go see those movies. But, God, I'd love to see Spaceballs in the movie theater. And I know oh, I, I, I know Cinemagic Westbrook does it. Really? Um, yep. So I know I, I, I did see that in the theater, but there's definitely like Jaws. Or, like, you have it over me. I never saw the original Star Wars, Yeah, any of them in the theater so it um, would be pretty cool well i'll tell you something that's coming to brunswick um and Saco next october <clears throat> is uh the original alien the 1979 oh, okay. alien remastered yeah. and i think with bonus footage but remastered for modern theaters with surround sound stuff um that's huh. coming to us like it's like a three or four day run um across the country and that okay so you tell me aliens coming to the theater. Alien. I'm like, yeah, alien. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, that could be cool. You tell me aliens is coming to a theater remastered for whatever. You keep, you try to keep me away. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine going to alien and aliens back, like back to back, like a double feature? I've never the seen theater. aliens. That would the be theater. the same as us going and watching a porn together. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. It's like That's the equivalent. Uh, walk up to the concession stand. Yes, I want a box of uh thin mints. I keep saying th thanks a lot, thank thin mints, junior mints, yeah, Reese's pieces, and I'm gonna take all your napkins. Don't ask why. Yeah. I'm gonna need some of that extra butter from the popcorn. <laughs> How easily can I poke a hole in the bottom of your popcorn container? Oh, they're perforated? Oh, thank <laughs> you. Um Anyway, I I'd like to see some of those older movies theaters. Maybe butter. I I'm gonna say that when my kids are old enough to enjoy that sort of stuff, I hope that there is. Um, well, I, I say that I I have grown children that I could take and appreciate that with. Yeah. Um, not local, so it wouldn't be easy. But I would love to do that. Like I'd I'd like to take my kids, even you know the older kids that have probably already seen those movies, but. But not the theater. That's what I mean. Like I would, I would. Right. I think it's important if that's. It's important to me. It might not be important to them, but it's important to me. The whole theater <laughs> God, going. If it's gonna be important to them. The whole theater going thing, I think, is important to me. So you know, he, right here and right now, I'm gonna make a date with my kids to take them to as many of those things as I can, and my older kids, whenever I have the opportunity, uh, count it as a date. I, I'm you know market i want to go i want to go to a movie i want to i want to take them to see things in the movie that that would be the i would love to just like you couldn't do it i guess but like just to film yourself watching one of your childhood class you go to see aliens like the sequel aliens in the theater with your adult kids who if they've seen it maybe once or twice i'm guessing or but definitely never seen the theater and so they're watching you watch it and you quoting the lines and you laughing at the parts, and then just looking at you, going, "Why? <laughs> Why do you care so much?" Bug Hunt. 
nuke it from orbit. What? Why does this mean so much to you? What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, I'm I'm broken. I'm a broken man. Uh, well, <laughs> like I mean, you start going game over, man, game over. You start, you know, saying the line exactly when Hudson says it, and they're like looking at you, going, "What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, enjoy it. Shut up. Why don't you? Why don't you put her in charge? Why did you say that five minutes ago? Why? What's? <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Shut up. <laughs> um. Anyway, did you know that this music that they're playing when they escape the planet is the same <laughs> movie they play in Die Hard? Yeah, I can be <laughs> I can be a real treat to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so you know, there's only there's a select few people out there that I can <laughs> say that shit to. Like you're one of the only people that I can say. Do you know they reuse this music in Die Hard and Aliens? <laughs> and and have you be like. Oh shit! I gotta go look at that on YouTube. I gotta, yeah, I have yeah. to find that out. I have to. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the other people <laughs> in the world, I could say that too, and they'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Why do you care? How would yeah. you know that? <laughs> uh. Anyway, so I wanted to end the uh, the yeah, whole yeah, movie, the story. The the story. One of my one of my all time greatest moments in life is uh, when I was at Fort Gordon, Georgia. I was in training uh, in AIT. When I was in the army, anyway, movie uh, army posts have movie theaters, mm -hmm. and you go to the movie theater, and whatever movie you see before the movie starts, they play the national anthem. It's a it's a thing. I don't, and I I haven't been in the army since 1996, so I don't know if they still do it. But when I was in the army from 92 to 1996, I saw a lot of movies on on post. And okay, I lied to you. I did sneak. <laughs> I this is this is where the story's going. I bought a bag of Jelly Belly Jelly Bean that was like the size of your head, and I had it in my pocket. And we're sitting there in the movie theater, and I had opened it, and I was just popping a couple jelly beans at a time into my mouth. Well, I had ripped that fucking bag open so I could get the jelly beans out, and like it took me by surprise, like I caught me off guard that the national anthem started. So <laughs> I stood up. <laughs> Because you have to stand, you know, yeah. you're on a military post. You, the national anthem plays. You stand up and you stand at attention. And um, even if you're in civilian clothes, you know, you, you do your mm -hmm. part. You're a soldier. And all these, I can't even remember the movie. I I'll be able to remember it at some point. I'll be able to look and see what movies were released in 1993. It would have been like January of 1993. And I stood up real fast to stand at attention for the national anthem and that whole fucking bag of jelly belly jelly beans <laughs> and i was sitting in the back and you could those fucking things hit the floor <laughs> and rolled all the way down underneath the seats like three pounds of jelly beans just fucking filtering down and through the whole movie i remember you could hear like every once in a while a somebody like kick one and it would like filter down five or six seats <laughs> And I was just like, <laughs> I, was the I was mortified because I knew the people that worked there for one, we're going to have to clean that up. That bothered me. Number two, they knew that I had brought it because you know, they heard that and they're like, we don't sell fucking that many jelly beans that somebody dropped. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like we gouged yep. them. There's no way. Yep. So anyway, that was my movie going experience on post. Um, and I, I completely embarrassed myself and everybody that I was with by dumping out a bag of Jelly Belly Jelly Beans. And the real tragedy, the real thing that I, I took away from that is I had to watch that fucking movie and not have any of my jelly beans. <laughs> I lost my jelly beans. There's layers of tragedy in that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the, the tip, the icing on the cake. 
Motherfuck. Uh, that's good. So anyway, that's the movie going experience. Movie theater experience in a nutshell. There's it's irreplaceable. You, you cannot re- replicate it at home. I don't care. Unless you're some kind of millionaire with a home movie theater in their attic or some shit like that in the basement, and you have 20, 30, 40, 50 friends you're going to invite to see a movie, you're not going to replicate that. And even then, if you know everybody in the theater, if you if you got 50 friends and you know everybody is sitting there and somebody fucking throws their jelly beans everywhere, you got to point to the fucking guy. You yeah. know, it's not going to be something. Yeah. Yeah. I did, um, I did get to see Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, Curse of the Black Pearl while i was on a cruise ship there was a movie theater huh. in the cruise ship that we were on in 2003 and uh i got to see a pirate movie while i was on a ship that was kind of cool but that's anyway. very uh yes very poignant yes that that's that's all i got yeah i don't know i had i don't have a lot of uh broad category on that one you ever seen the imax movies yeah i saw well there're two two parts to this one is the like original IMAX, the Omni Theater in at the Boston Museum of Science. Mm-hmm. It's where it's like this giant convex or concave, conca- concave screen, and you sit like in the middle of it, and you're like in this stadium seating that is so steep that it's like you're like you're living it. It's like you're whatever. And I got to see that, but I I saw the two movies I saw in IMAX are Star Trek, the first one, and then the- Toy Story. The original no, 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 first? No, 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 no. The the new, the new first ones. Okay, so that's really weird. <laughs> no, no. I saw the first. I don't. I don't know how to explain it other than the fact it's uh, Siler from Heroes is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the remake. That, yeah, the the remake. The first of the remakes. I Reboot. saw that uh, in IMAX in 3D, and then I saw Toy Story three in IMAX. Both both great experiences, but I'd almost prefer just a straight up yeah so well i've seen imax like to the best of my recollection i've seen one imax movie that was not imax 3d which you get imax the hell out of it it still sucks i don't care 3d sucks but we've talked about that before yeah uh but i saw phantom menace in dc for the second time in imax so i'd already seen it once regular i was living in dc this is actually like a year or so after it came out I was living with my cousin. She wanted to see it. She had never seen a Star Wars movie before. And she started with Phantom Menace. Not Fan- No, I'm sorry. Not Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all around, it was just weird. It was just a bizarre thing. So, But yeah, I've never really sat down and saw a good IMAX movie theater without the fucking 3D at the same time, which ruins it anyway. So yeah. I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm. It's painful memories and I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> all right. Well, we could <laughs> uh, we could cap it off with some trivia. Oh, I got trivia. I got built-up trivia. I got a well, year's worth of trivia. A decade's worth. I only have one. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I should go first. Maybe you should. Okay. What do you got? What do you got? I got this. First trivia of the year. First I trivia of the year. And I'm going to... It's. It might be a layup. If not, okay. I'll, I'll guide you there. Okay. 2014. McDonald's. You're the snake. Okay. McDonald's changed the taste of something they took a food and they changed its taste on purpose from something that is not wildly regarded as repulsive but there are enough people in mcdonald's demographic that don't eat this food that they tried to change the taste of it add it to the menu 
and serve it to people. What is the food item and what is the taste that they tried to infuse it with? Um, the McRib and they decided to infuse it with <laughs> the ejaculate of somebody from Papua New Guinea. <laughs> no. Fact. I'm so close. Okay. Let me serious let me see answer. if I can. Nope. They took serious answer. You have a serious um, answer. Okay. Serious answer. The the. Oh, geez, I'll, I'll give you a clue. It's not something that is typically on a McDonald's menu. Okay. The orange crush. They stopped seasoning it with children's tears. That was your serious answer. <laughs> yeah. Serious face. Okay. Um. So, I, I can't. The Caesar so, salad. They stopped putting. Okay, you're you're close. Let me let me let me just let me set the scene for you. Okay. The CEO was under attack from parents, from health food people, from all these people saying, "How are you going to make McDonald's menu more healthy?" Hmm. They said, "Well, we'll add this to some things." And then a lot of people said, "Well, people don't like that." So then McDonald's said, "We'll make them like it by making it taste <laughs> like this." It failed. It never made it past prototype. It was disgusting, and they were happy to sweep it under the rug and move on from it. That is a winding road. Holy crap! Um, okay, the okay. One of the salads. It was took, something that's sometimes in salad. They took something the, that a former president of ours did not like to eat. They took the Japanese sushi. Wait, what did Bush puke after he ate? George Bush Sr. puked after he ate something in Japan. I can't George remember Bush Sr. did not like to eat this. The f- sushi. It was like Japanese. What was it? What was it? The chopstick. <laughs> Green. The kale? Nope. It grows in bunches. Honey bunches of oats. <sighs> close. Not. So close. Spinach. They took broccoli. Okay. And they tried to make it taste like something. Ah. Nuggets. Nope. Fish. It's kind of an artificial flavor. Fish nuggets. They took broccoli and tried to make it taste like bubble gum. Okay, that is actually ringing a bell for me. That's weird. (laughs) This does sound familiar. In 2014, under pressure to make their menu healthy, they tried to add broccoli. A lot of people said, we don't like broccoli. So they said, well, we'll make it taste like bubble gum. They put scientists (laughs) to the job food scientist to the job of making it taste like bubblegum fail you just gotta imagine that you're a mcdonald's food scientist just going about your day doing your thing and you're just happen to be watching tv where the fucking head of mcdonald's goes yeah we're totally gonna make our broccoli taste like bubblegum and you're like fuck me in the ass yeah what no but hell no (laughs) okay now i have to ask do you remember you remember the whole bush puking in japan yeah like he like he went under the table, like he sunk under the table and barfed. Yeah, was that wasn't broccoli, was it? I don't know what he ate. It could have been but he anything. Did, but you're right, he didn't like broccoli. So it was a weird coincidence that it was broccoli, which he didn't like. Yeah. And I happened to say something about Bush puking. puking. That's, cost, that's, that's cosmic, man. That is. Well, welcome to 2019, the year that's, of time travel. That's where the aliens start coming in, right there. Yep. Broccoli. So you got some trivia for me? I do. So this is, I don't know. I'm not sure how hard this will be. We'll find out. So you are aware of the phenomenon called deja vu, right? Yes. So there is an another phenomenon called jamais vu. It's J-A-M-A-I-S. Okay. What would, What do you think that would be? That is 
Okay, so deja vu is the weird feeling you get like you've been somewhere and done something before. Yes. So I'm going to say that's the opposite where okay. you don't know that you've been somewhere or done something before. Ah, you're so close. It is the opposite. So what's the opposite of thinking you have done something? Thinking before? that you haven't done something. It's experiencing something for the first time. You feel like you're seeing or experiencing something for the first time despite rationally knowing you've never done it before. Hmm. Wait. No, no. You see something for the first time despite rationally knowing that you have done it. It feels like the first time even though you know you've done it before. Yes. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. I experienced that with all the overtime I've been working. <laughs> Listen. I've been so fucked up with all the overtime I've been doing. I've had to, on my drive in to work, I've had to pat my legs to make sure I'm wearing pants. <laughs> That's how bad it is. Like, I, I want to be there the day that you're like, nope, not today. <laughs> uh, all right. I got I to gotta take my dog out. Okay, real, you... real quick though. Yes. Real quick. I had one more that was up your alley. Alternate Go. movie for a fa- alternate title for a famous movie. Spaceman from Pluto. What famous movie was that going? Do we know the actual title of it? was going to be the title of a famous movie. 2001 A Space Odyssey. No, it has nothing to do with space or Pluto. <laughs> I don't know what. Back to the Future. No! Back to the Future was originally going to be called Spaceman from Pluto. One of the studio bigwigs, um, head of Universal Studios, Sid Scheinberg, wanted to call it Spaceman from Pluto. Nobody wanted to call it that. So when he put out the press release or whatever saying it's going to be Spaceman for Pluto, they, I think Steven Spielberg wrote back saying, ha, that was really funny. Thanks for the humorous memo. And because he had a big enough ego that he didn't want to admit that it was serious, he went along with the joke. So, yes, there you go. That's funny. That baby laugh. All right, bud. I got to, I got to, my dog is giving me the, the high sign that he's going to pee on the rug. So I got to take him up. All right. Who are you? Real quick. Who are you? Uh, I am puking George Bush. All right. I'm Bob Bear Bear Scully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud. And here's to a good 2019, and hopefully we get some more uh, episodes done. At least a couple more. Yeah. Oak Nuggets. Oak Nuggets. Uh, didn't mean any money milk. All right. All right. Bye-bye. See you, bud. Bye.